You're listening to episode 35, Explore and Discover. Hello, darlings, and welcome to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast with your girl, your host, Portia Scott. This podcast is on a mission to inspire and empower you to take your life off autopilot, optimize the power of your uniqueness, and execute intentionally in every area of your life. Are you missing your daily dose of inspiration and empowerment? Don't worry. Wake Up and Show Up Live has you covered. We are bringing you tools, inspiration, and empowerment to take your life off autopilot, optimize the power of your uniqueness, and execute intentionally in every area of your life. We are live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. You can find us on all social media platforms at I Am Portia Scott and on YouTube at Wake Up with Portia Scott. We want to keep in touch with you beyond this podcast, and now we can by text. If you text the phrase wake up to 31996, you get a dose of encouragement, we'll notify you when a new episode is available, and all the cool things we have going on around here. Text the phrase wake up to 31996. Hello, darlings, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. I am so excited because this week we are joined by some incredible, incredible house guests. These house guests are part of our Wake Up and Show Up live daily show. And so they are taking this ride with me and with us. We are recording this particular episode live right now. Now, so you'll get to hear all the me flub through all kind of words and everything that happens pre-edit. Um, and I'm just super excited that one, I get to serve this community with the podcast and with the daily show. This week's episode, I kind of went back and forth about what I wanted to say, what I wanted to do with this particular episode, because so much is going on and so much is happening. And weekly, I do a weekly COVID-19 update. And so I felt like I actually wanted to bring something a little bit different because I know we're inundated by the information of COVID-19, of coronavirus, and how it has just shifted our lives and shifted different things. And so I thought that today was Cinco de Mayo. So this is being recorded on May 5th, and it's a Tuesday. And the one thing that it that I thought about when I thought about Tuesday is I thought about my first date, my first date with my husband, John Henry Scott III, our uh, occasional co-host. And our first date was on a Tuesday, and it just so happened to be Taco Tuesday. So for many of you guys, you may have heard the story, but my husband and I met in Iraq. So I was deployed as a soldier in Iraq, and my husband was a contractor there. He was working for a government organization. He was a government contractor there in Iraq when we met. When I went to Iraq, I did not want a man. I was not looking for a man. I was not getting 
even thinking about a man. What I wanted to do was I wanted to finish this tour because this tour would be the end of my military career. And I knew that I wanted to come back home. I wanted to finish up my degree. I, I knew I was going to live in downtown Atlanta in one of the high rises that they had been building because I always knew I wanted to live in the city, not necessarily having to be New York or Chicago or anyone like that, but I wanted to be in the city. Atlanta was a great place. I'd lived here. I went to high school here. I loved it. And so I knew where I was going to live or I thought where I was going to live. And I was going to use this time to explore and discover me. I wanted to explore and I wanted to discover me again. I had gotten out of a relationship maybe almost a year prior to me deploying. And it was really, really hard. And in between that year of me getting out of a relationship, getting deployed and meeting my husband, one of the things that I knew was that whoever I was going to court or date, that it was going to have to be something serious pertaining to, okay, we're going to get married. Um, and so that's why I didn't want one now because I didn't want to get married at that time. I was like, girl, you are good. Let me tell you, I had paid off all my debt. I, your girl was out here good. I was saving money. I think I had saved more money than I had ever saved in my life. Um, and for the first time, I was debt-free everything except for my car at that particular time. And so we go and I started to see this guy. And the first time I saw him, he had on this light blue button up crisp shirt. And I later began to know that he loved to shop at um, Express. And so that's where he got the shirt from. But I began to see him and I, I really didn't think anything of it because one, I didn't want a man. Two, I was just fine. And three, I was exploring and I was discovering myself and what I wanted and what I didn't want. What were my non-negotiables? Who was Portia at this time? And so, and also one of the things that I also knew was I had decided to be celibate. I had decided that whoever I was going to be with, they were going to have to respect that because I wanted to make sure that I knew that person for who they were and not just the physical, because so oftentimes we learn people in the physical and it completely blinds us from all kind of other stuff. It blinds us from who they are. And yes, I am. You guys know I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. And so I believed in that, you know, waiting for marriage. But I had already, I mean, you know, I had already not waited for marriage. But at this point in my life, that's what I wanted. That's that's some of the exploration and discovery of myself that I had made a decision about. So I knew that that was probably going to wipe out 75, 85, 90 percent of the men anyway. So I was good. I was cool. And um, this year on our 14th year anniversary, my husband did something for me. He's a really good writer. He writes the best poems. He writes the best cards. He is really a wordsmith. So for our 14th anniversary, he wrote a book of these uh, life lessons that he's learned within the 14 years that we have been together. I call this Explore and Discovery because lesson number seven says, chemistry is only as valuable to the degree one is willing to explore and discover the new. And I thought that was like amazing. 
Chemistry is only as valuable to the degree one is willing to explore and discover anew. And I do believe that some things just fit like a hand in a glove. And I believe that my husband and I fit hands you know, fit like a glove, but I also know that it's work. I also know it's in the discovery. I also know that many of us are gifted and talented in certain areas that are just natural, that it just fits, that you can get up and you just sing and people just cry, or you get up and you speak and people listen, or you draw, or you you give and people just see your heart. We all have so many different uh, skills and talents and gifts and those come natural. But the wow factors happen when chemistry meets with our gift. And that chemistry is being able to explore and discover what that is, who that is. And that's where the chemistry comes. And so I had been seeing my husband for a good little bit. Like I told you guys, I was seeing him. And I remember going to a friend of mine and I said, girl, I did not come here for a man. I said, but I keep seeing this guy. I keep seeing this guy. And at the time, he um, he used to minister uh, on the side where he was because he worked for KBR at the time and also on the um, military side. And so at the time, they called him Elder Scott. That's what his name was, um, his title, just because that was what he was in the church. And um, I told her, and I remember leaving that day, and I remember saying, God, if he is not your best, send me your best. Because at that time, I was like, look, I don't want anybody. And I don't want nobody. I don't want just anybody either. So if he's not the one, it's fine. But whoever you are going to send me, make sure he's your best. Make sure he's your best. And so time went on and I ended up getting a uh, chain email. This was in the day where chain emails were the thing. Like everybody got chain emails. And it was this email about a brick and this brick hitting this guy's car and getting his attention, kind of like how God had to get his attention. And so I forwarded that email off to a group of people. And he was one of the people that was on the chain letter. And so that Sunday, I got to church. And after church, all of the ministers and, and everyone that, that kind of ministered on that platform, they all uh, lined up outside of the theater where we were having church. And I kind of wore my, so I wore my weapon where the weapon was actually on my back, but it was like a... Um, the holder or whatever was across my chest. And so I walk up and he's right there and he says, you're eating, you're the one. And I was like, yeah, I am. How are you? And that was like the first time we ever spoke. And then that Monday he emailed me and he said, I had a dream about you. And he was just like, God is going to do amazing things in your life. And I just see so much for you. And I was like, thank you. That's so kind. That's so sweet. Remember, I was not trying to get no man. So I was not flirting. I was like, okay, thank you, sir. That's real nice. Monday night, he asked me out on a date Tuesday. And so that's what kind of brought me and had me thinking about, oh, Taco Tuesday is like our thing because that was when we had our first initial date. And I just remember that even during the courting period and even during all of that, like it was a time of discovery. It was a time of exploration. There were some things that I knew I wanted and some things that I didn't want. And so 
when I thought about the podcast for today, I thought about the situation where he and I met. He and I met, and it's a great love story. But you have to remember that we met in Iraq. And I can remember uh, Michael is on here as well. And um, he was in the unit that I was deployed with. And I remember the days when um, we would hear rockets go off. And I remember the days when we would have to put on all of our gear and go into the nearest bunker. I remember the days when they would go off really, really close. I remember the days that before we got there, it had went off at the PX and people had lost their lives. And so while we have this beautiful love story in between that love story, we were running from mortars. We were afraid. We were sometimes scared. There were people in the midst of that, that were losing their lives. It was sometimes hard being away. There were soldiers that had just had babies and they were away from their babies. It was hard to have to um, just see what was going on. But in between all of that, you have this love story. You have this story of exploration and discovery. And I often sit back and wonder and say, It's funny to talk about the love story now. It's nice for people to hear the love story now, but we were in the midst of war. We were in the midst of me having to take soldiers to go see counselors because they could not deal with it. We were in the midst of me praying for soldiers that didn't want to live anymore, that were scared, that had seen their other um, battle buddies and their friends They had to wake up in bunks where somebody else was. And so I say that right now as we're exploring and discovering is because even in the midst of this pandemic, I wonder what your love story will be. Not your love story just with someone else, but what will your love story be after this? Will your love story be I found who I was. Would your love story be, I did something in the midst of this, and it was in the midst of that discomfort, in the midst of this craziness that we had carved out this small moment to explore, to discover, to breathe life into one another, to breathe life into people. And one of the things that I don't want to happen is I don't want us to go back to normal. In a way, I don't want to go back to normal. Yeah, I want to go back to being able to go to the store without fear, without PPE on. I want to be able to go out to a park and let my kids run around without worrying who was the last person that was there. I want to be able to go to the mall and ride on a plane again and go back to South Africa and go to New Zealand and go wherever I want to go. But I don't want to miss this moment. I don't want to miss this moment of clarity. I don't want to miss this moment that gave me just a little more time to explore myself, to discover the people around me, to love on me just a little bit more. I don't want to go back to the busyness of life. One of the things that I want to make sure 
is that when we're able to go back out and when we're able to do all the stuff that I've discovered, that I've explored the newness in an uncomfortable situation, the love story that an uncomfortable, that a crazy situation can bring out because I've been in a crazy situation and we were able to carve out a newness of that. I'm not good being a first grade and a seventh grade teacher. And my kids are not good at being a first grade and a seventh grade student. And so we began to discover one another and explore what worked for them. That's when chemistry came. That's when we were able to figure out what works for us. I wonder how many of us are going to explore who we are, what we like, what we want, what we don't want, what's currently now important. I was not looking for a man. I wasn't looking for a husband. And when he came, I realized I didn't need him. I wanted him. That's when I knew I was healed. I wonder in this time period if there'll be time for us to sit back and take our healing, if there'll be time for us to sit back and take our joy back and take our strength back and and be restored in this moment. I want us to take time to discover, maybe take a day and just relax, maybe a couple of hours to be by yourself, maybe dance like nobody's watching. Maybe sing like nobody can hear you. At the end of quarantine, when we're able to go back outside and run all the errands we can run, and we're carpooling and Ubering kids back and forth to their daily activities, do you want your life to look exactly the same? Or do you want to come out with more self-discovery, more self-exploration, and with a greater understanding of you? While I do want some things to go back, I'm enjoying the fact that life has slowed down just a bit for me to catch my breath. My prayer is that we don't miss the lessons during this season. I tried to hold on to the lessons while I was in Iraq, and I still go back, and I believe I learned the lessons. I sat with the lessons in an uncomfortable place. And when I got back to normal, when I got back to the U.S., I had discovered a new facet of Portia that I loved even more. So that's my prayer, is that we don't miss the lessons, that we don't miss the discovery, that we don't miss the exploration in this season. So I'll leave you with the very thing we started with. Chemistry is only as valuable to the degree one is willing to explore and discover the new. As always, we end every show with this declaration. Waking up is automatic. Showing up is intentional. Today, I will show up. Thanks again for spending time with me today and listening to the Wake Up and Show Up podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe so you never miss a show, leave a five-star review, and share with a friend or foe. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at I am Portia Scott. Until next time, go impact the world.